You're a freak. <laughs> Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. I'm Kira. And I'm Griff. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to court, everyone. It's good to not see you. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. It is, uh, it is, this is our first episode of April. It is. Yeah. Mm. I have to uh, plan some kind of prank for you. Uh-oh. Griff yeah. is famous for his pranks. Oh, love it. Which, speaking of the my, my devious side, I just auditioned to play a demon. Saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saw How, that. Do you have a good feeling about it? I probably would have heard back by now because it was a quick turnaround. So not a good feeling, but I enjoyed what I did. And you know, that whole, it's, you know, ever, you don't know what they're looking for, but I really enjoyed getting into that headspace. I I grew up watching all types of, you know, demon movies, possession movies. I love horror as we've talked about, like, it was cool to like, I don't know. I, I do want to do that eventually. So it was a cool place to go to. And I think cool. it was pretty convincing. All of my friends were like, man, we can see that. <laughs> a little concerning. <laughs> demonic a demonic griff anything new with you nah <laughs> no <laughs> all right well let's let's skip to the crime then yay this one's a good one this one's very interesting uh and i chose it for a reason which we'll talk about this crime was submitted by fan trixie <laughs> Hi, Trixie. Hi, Trixie. <laughs> Sorry, we just had to re-record it because Griff said the real name. <laughs> we went through a few names and uh, we just, we want to, we want to protect y'all. <laughs> Hello, Trixie. <laughs> Submitted by Trixie. That name will make sense for uh, what you'll see. This crime occurred very recently, a few months ago. Obviously, we're recording right now and this happened in December 2022. Mm. So around Christmas time and it does involve a gift. Those involved Trixie. Mm-hmm. Our protagonist and Ryan, Trixie's brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shall I begin? You shall. Perfect. <clears throat> Hi, Kira and Griff. First of all, let me start by saying that I love the podcast. You Aww. are truly, you are truly doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, thank you, thank you, uh, thank you. <laughs> This petty crime involves some very petty, if not delusional and self-righteous behavior. Okay. They also happen to be my immediate family. Mm. This crime also has a significant amount of background info, info to unpack. So for the sake of brevity, thank you, I will include only the details directly involved with this incident. Mm-hmm. Our fans are really showing up for us. They're making our jobs easier and easier week over week. They submit the best stories it's Best so stories. cool they're already titled although we we usually go with something else uh they're they're they're, <laughs> they're made shade they're made anonymous you know and they respect that these are meant to be quick mm-hmm. all the names have been changed to protect anonymity <laughs> let's go let's begin my name is trixie in december 2022 my husband two children and i went to my parents house to celebrate a belated Christmas with my two siblings and their children. Nice. Yeah, Christmas is nice. We agreed that we would purchase gifts for our respective nieces and nephews, but that we, as adults, did not need any gifts from each other as our time together was a gift in itself. Boom. Love it. 
about it. We do the same thing, focus on the kids, especially when you have kids coming to the family. It's like, this isn't about us anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also, when you make a rule about gifts, you got to follow it. Ah, okay. So if if one of these little stinkers gets somebody (laughs) a gift, they are guilty. And that is a promise (laughs) from me. Well, this episode has been quicker than we thought. No, I'm kidding. It's actually... No, it's a good point. And I agree. They didn't break that promise or that agreement. But, you know, there are still people that we need to give gifts to that might have issues. Aha. Okay. <clears throat> we made a few phone calls and texts to each other in the weeks before the gathering to make sure that we weren't purchasing duplicate gifts. Mm-hmm. Specifically, when I spoke with my brother, Ryan, I asked him what a good gift would be for his five-year-old daughter, Emma. Mm-hmm. He and his family live multiple states away, so we did not see each other that often and not enough to keep up with their interests, their kids' interests, and I wanted to make sure that we got her something that she liked. Cute. So, yeah, cute. So, Ryan suggested a doll. Mm-hmm. Did you like dolls as a, as a young person? Oh, yeah. Big doll energy. Big doll energy. Did I you like dolls? Was, I did like dolls. Thank you for asking. I... I asked for, I remember asking for my first Barbie when I was a young kid and Griffey got what he wanted and Griffey was very happy. Um, and I'm very, th- and this is, this is an interesting crime because of this. Uh, Griffey was very happy to get that and I felt very seen and, you know, fast forward to how y'all know me now. It's, it's just, it's nice to grow up with that kind of, I don't know, mm-hmm. that kind of energy. It's also, it's, it's fun and it's nice and it's, it's interesting just having known you before you were like fully out mm-hmm. as your authentic self and knowing like the little seeds maybe were there. Oh my God, maybe. I look back at like photos and family <laughs> albums or like videos. It is, you know, it is very, uh, like my queerness is very strong. It's like obviously those indicators aren't always an indication that a kid is queer by any means. But like for me in my case, they were, and I'm just very thankful that they were not stifled and I was able to explore what I wanted, whatever that was. I also asked for like basketballs and magnifying glasses. And there was just a lot that I was interested in. And my parents allowed me to explore all of that. Um, Love. But I've always, always loved hair. I used to like, like just long hair that was like, one of the, I guess, I don't want to, like one of the queerest things about me was just like, I loved girls' hair. And obviously a little, I couldn't always have my sister around. To like, she hated mm-hmm. she hated when I played with her hair. So like, I wanted a little Barbie to do that. Good. Good, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> some necessary background info. My brother Ryan and his wife Greta have very different political and spiritual beliefs from what my husband and I believe. Okay. So I was mindful. So I was mindful not to buy anything that could potentially offend them, i.e. any kind of doll that could somehow be constructed as quote unquote woke. I told you they're a little delusional. I think that's thoughtful that, you know, a gift should be reflective of the recipient. 100%. And like the fact of the matter is you're not going to always have people in your life and sometimes even family that see eye to eye with you. And, you know, I guess this will factor into our verdicts for sure. Um, And this just to let the listeners know, this is not a very serious crime. We don't do that here in Petty Crimes. It's just very interesting yeah. by nature, especially with the rhetoric going around right now. I chose it for a reason. But yeah, I think I think it's nice that our protagonist, Trixie, was just being mindful of the differences that exist between people, period. Yeah, gifts aren't yeah. meant to teach somebody a lesson. Oh, exactly. I do want to ask about that later too. 
We have spent years putting aside our differences to save our relationships with each other, and I certainly didn't want to cause any kind of stir during our one time of year to be together. Totally. Yep, makes sense. So I ended up buying a doll with long hair that had sparkly highlights and removable teal, purple, and magenta hair extensions. Hmm. In my mind, I set myself back to my four-year-old days and thought, well, what kid doesn't love options? Yeah, detachable hair. Yeah, a, a, <laughs> and honestly, a dream. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that sounds like a dream. Well, <laughs> it does sound like a dream, doesn't it? Well, our get-together came around, and when Emma opened up the doll with multicolored hair, she immediately started crying. I had no idea what could have made her upset until I heard Greta, her mother, tell my mother, it's okay, Ryan was supposed to tell them. Apparently, Ryan and Greta disapprove of non-natural hair colors, and so does Emma. Oh, their five-year-old disapproves of natural hair colors? Their four-year-old, yeah. Well, the the four-year-old is clearly upset by it because, you know, her parents have told her that the dolls can't have these types of vibrant hair colors. Oh, okay. And she says, children really do be listening to us, y'all. This disapproval has affected Emma so much so that when they are out running errands and she sees someone with unnaturally colored hair, she very audibly says, ew, while pointing at this poor person just living their life. So just like Wait, a when did so when did our submitter find that out about the little girl? I think she perp- I think because she wanted to keep this brief, she cut out a lot of the backstory just to help us kind of move the train along, but I gather that, you know, when this has happened, the conversations about something like this occurred. Okay, but she didn't she couldn't have anticipated that reaction to the doll's unnaturally colored hair. She didn't know that yet. That's a good question. It seems like no. Okay. It seems like not. It seems like that little thing that I just read was what she came to realize yeah. was happening after this this doll incident happened. You know, Got I think it. at the family reunion, people were like, yeah, and it's to the extent where when Emma mm-hmm. is blah, blah, blah in public. Or grandma let her know or something. Exactly, exactly. So, but good, good clarifying question for the verdicts later. I don't think Trixie knew that this was going to happen or this was part of Emma's perspective. Gotcha. I told Ryan I would not be offended if they exchanged it, fully expecting them to do so when they returned home. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, but he was already gathering the gift receipt to leave the house at that minute to buy a new toy. During our only day together, that was our family Christmas. In the meantime, Emma approached my husband. Emma's the little girl. Emma approached my husband and me and asked, why did you get me that? I don't like it. Flabbergasted, my husband and I did not know what to say. As a grown adult, I can understand that it is not Emma's fault that she has internalized her parents' absurd opinions, to use her words, and it makes me very sad for her, especially because when Ryan tried to take the doll from her to exchange it, she cried even more. He didn't end up... Yeah. So she's she's clearly just a little confused girl, right? She's been given a gift. Well, actually, let's, let's round this out. Hold on. He didn't end up returning the doll that day. I think he came back into the house, and Emma was later seen combing the doll's hair but who knows what has happened to it by now. Wait, sorry. So he didn't end up exchanging it? Nope. I think he was like, I think what, I think he kind of maybe made a fuss and was on his way out to do so in response to seeing the gift. And then, you know, eventually maybe was talked back into coming to the family reunion and to just table that until later. Gotcha. 
In which case, now Emma is obviously still has the doll in her hands and is playing with it because it's a toy. Uh-huh. Ultimately, my question is, am I the petty criminal because I didn't double check in this gift if this gift was approved? And is it too petty to just buy gift cards in the future to avoid conflicts like this? Thank you for your consideration. Sincerely, Trixie. And that's wow. in, uh, that's in reference to Trixie Mattel. Mm-hmm. Notoriously a big Barbie, a big Barbie stan. <laughs> well, you asked some really good questions as that unfolded. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, I think the adult's reaction to the doll, you know, when a, when a kid falls and like if the adults go, oh my God, the kid's more inclined to cry. Mm-hmm. I think when something happens in front of the kid and the adults become very like just exaggerative with their reaction, the kid and my niece and nephew's experience, the kid is probably going to get overwhelmed and start crying. Because mm-hmm. they get confused of, and I think with Emma, it's like, well, I know that I shouldn't like this doll, but I am excited to have it, but I'm sensing that I shouldn't. So I think she just started to cry. Yep. Just very, very confused little girl. So let's stick into the verdict questions. Let's. Starting with, uh, let's start with Greta's, uh, let's start with Emma's parents. Okay. Are Emma's parents guilty for taking away the doll? A gift. Um, this is really tricky because yeah. I don't know much about their beliefs. Mm-hmm. But if for some reason the doll's hair is connected to their belief system, then I really don't want to like judge them for it. Yeah. So I guess I have to say not guilty for being like, we're going to go exchange this really quick and just get her something that's going to be a better fit. Totally. I, I completely agree. It's like, and this, I think this is what makes this l- a little complicated or, you know, areas of discussion like this a little complicated because, yeah, you know, there are certain things that I uphold and I believe in kind of to my core. But at the end of the day, they're her parents and she they're entitled to raise her how they see fit. And if that, if having, if a doll having interchangeably vibrant colored hair is not in alignment with what they think, then it's their prerogative to exchange the gift. Absolutely. I mean, just, just like right? religions have like all kinds of things going on related to hair and head covering and wearing a wig over your natural hair. Like I mm-hmm. don't, you know, I don't know. So I'm just going to err on not guilty. Yep. I, I completely agree. Now, is is Emma, the, the kid, mm. guilty for coming up to Trixie, no. and Trixie's husband, and going, why did you get me that? I don't like it. No. Yeah. She's a I little agree. kid, and they say, they say things. <laughs> Kids say the craziest things. And again, I think she was confused. I think she's like yeah. received a gift that she's intrigued by, but she knows that maybe she shouldn't like because she's been kind of conditioned to literally point at someone's vibrant hair and goat you mm. um so i think she was just i think i take this why did you get that to me i don't like it as her just being like what's going on here mm-hmm. you know um, yeah she's just exploring she also is like at a little bit of a boundary testing age mm-hmm. oh so you've like, talked about this yeah yeah where so- kids will say things to see like what they can get away with what reactions that elicit mm. Oh God, I remember that age <laughs> with with my nieces and nephew. It was very fascinating. Is Trixie guilty for giving Emma the doll with colored hair? 
based on the question you asked at the top and just in general the gift? No. It sounds like she had no reason to anticipate that this was not a suitable gift. She obviously, she wanted to give her niece a doll that she would like. She thought it would be a good fit. Yeah. My only, my only thing is like, if you know, and again, as like, a, and I guess it's different because I was a little boy growing up asking for a doll, which is, you know, people have thoughts about. Mm. If, if you know that this group in your family has such, I guess, different beliefs than you. I think my, my thought would be like, Oh, my, you know, my brother suggested getting a doll for Emma. Again, hindsight's 2020, but I'd probably avoid getting a doll, especially in, especially today because dolls are, they've just evolved since I was a little kid. So it's just like, why even head into this risk in general, even if it didn't have colored hair, it could be just like, it could be something else. It could be the packaging. It could be what the doll's dressed as. I just think the suggestion of a doll is a little bit, uh, leading, like leading the witness here. Mm. If I had to guess, like brats would have been a bad choice. Yes, exactly. Barbie would have been a bad choice. Mm-hmm. American girl or a baby doll would have been mm-hmm. a good choice. And she sort of found one that's neither of those camps. And it's sort of like an interactive ex- exchangeable hair doll. Yeah. Uh, at least she didn't get her Megan. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Just going off of her intent, she had good intent. She's not guilty. Yeah. Oh, again, again, I just I, I agree with that. Not guilty by any means. It's just like, I guess, double click into that suggestion by being like, well, this is literally one of the toy categories that is the most kind of has the most opinions behind it mm-hmm. historically, both for boys, girls, but also just. I don't know. It's I mean, what it represents as women in general, I think. Yeah, I, I hear you. I And I agree. I think there's a lot of people put a lot of heat and weight on this category in a way that yeah. I personally, and I think that you personally, Griff, we don't agree with, but yeah. that people do. <laughs> yep, for sure. And exactly. And for that reason, it's like, oh, thanks for the suggestion, but I'm going to go with something else. See, um, my, it, and like, God, it's so easy to say now. My my suggestion would have been send a picture of the doll that you picked in the store and go, this work. And if Uh, they go, no, then you go, please let me know which doll to buy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Send through your preferred doll. Yeah. But I mean, she she didn't know. You also, you brought up, well, actually, let's tie this into the, the last question. Would Trixie be guilty for giving Emma gift cards as presents in the future? Yes. Yeah. Why do you think that? Because... Kiddos that are five, six, or seven are too young to get joy out of a gift card. And the point (laughs) of gifts from family members at the holidays is joy and connection. So even though this was honestly, it sounded like it was a little traumatizing for everybody. And I'm sorry that this happened for a few different reasons. I think that would be punishing the kid. And so I think they should go with the photo system or please send me a link of a gift that would be a great fit and I'll order it going forward. That's so true. I didn't even think of that. Like just what, yeah, I mean, that's like that safest route is what is appropriate in your eyes so that we can just jump to that conclusion. Mm -hmm. And you said earlier too, it's like gifts aren't always meant to teach a lesson. And I, you know, I don't have kids. I've bought presents for my sister's kids. Mm. And it's, it is interesting. Like 
going and buying something. And even if it's science, right? Like someone could not be as science minded. They may be a little bit more creation minded. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you get a little boy or girl or whomever, a gift that's more sciencey, will that upset the parents? It's like, I agree. You don't want to like, <laughs> you don't want to like march your army forward in the battle <laughs> by giving a gift to a kid. But it's, I would imagine that buying gifts for kids today, it, it's hard not to, I don't know. I guess it's just probably hard to please every kind of parent. Ugh, of course it is. And it's also like, I want, I want my nieces and nephews, my nieces and nephews get like trucks and plenty of fun things that are toys. And it's like, I'm just a little bit more mindful of giving something that's interactive and it's going to help them learn when I give them gifts, just because that's what my parents focused on. But maybe that's not what my sister wants. Maybe my sister wants them to like <laughs> ask less questions and maybe just be quiet and like in their own imaginary world. It's just tough. I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. Ooh, this is a thinker. I'm... It is a thinker. Yeah. I mean, again, this is petty crimes court. This is very petty. It's a, at the end of the day, it is a doll. There are, it, we can attribute any kind of meeting to any kind of toy or anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, when it came through my inbox, it, it got me thinking about when I was a kid and I guess what it'd be like to be a kid now. And there are, we want to be as kind of light and respectful of everyone on petty crimes in our court and our, and our fan base. I'm very much, I, up, I uphold that. I think listening to other people's perspectives is how you learn and, and grow and challenge your own. But there are certain things that I also stand for and, you know, I think as the listeners get to know me, they're they're pretty aware of that. And this one just pulled my heartstrings a little bit more. And um, yeah, yeah, it just made me think about raising little ones in in this day and age, and how complicated that must be. Totally, totally. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for presenting it, Griff. I'm glad you picked this one. Yeah, I, we'll have to just make sure I'm not actually saying the name throughout that episode. But <laughs> yeah, thank you for writing that in, Trixie. We love you. Love you. Kira and I are very excited because for this episode, we have a sponsor. Woohoo! Shout out and thank you to Cozy Earth for teaming with us. Thank you, Cozy Earth. Absolutely. Uh, this is one of Oprah's favorite things, by the way. They're, they're betting. Their I knew you were going to lead with that. Mm-hmm. You love Oprah. Love Oprah. I mean, she knows what she's <laughs> talking about. Uh, all of these products are made from responsibly sourced bamboo. Mm. Very nice. And come with a 10-year warranty in case something for some reason. It's sheets. It's not, Did we say that? That it's sheets? Sheets, sheets, loungewear. It's bedding, loungewear. It's everything you need to be cozy in your space. It's really nice stuff. Really nice. They sent us bedding and we are both using the sheets. Every night, in fact. Yep, it's helping me to sleep very well, temperature regulating, and just very, very soft to the touch. Yeah, really, really nice bedding. Thanks, Mm. Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today. 35% off site-wide when you use the code PETTY35. That's PETTY35. Thanks, Cozy Earth. Thank you. All right, you ready for a little rapid fire, criminal or minimal? Yes, we have a bunch of submissions from Instagram. Thank you, petty criminals. So yeah, let's rapid fire these so we can cover as many of our petty criminals as possible. Woohoo! Ordering a beer with ice, criminal or minimal? <laughs> I, I've heard like, what? sorry, this just has to be rapid. <laughs> Rosé with ice is one thing. Beer with ice is like a little silly to me. You're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> criminal or minimal, submitted by... B. Dover's Lane. <laughs> Couples sharing a social media account. <gasps> Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> You're still a separate people. Mm-hmm. Driving with passengers and not turning on any music or talking. So everyone is just sitting in silence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Criminal and awkward. <laughs> That's weird. 
Oh, criminal or minimal submitted by Rochelle Mabel. Mm. Making your partner roll over if they're snoring. Minimal. <laughs> yes. Hondo. Saying, I swear I'm not really a mean person all the time. Criminal or minimal? Criminal. Mm-hmm. That means you're, beha- you're making excuses for mean behavior. Mm-hmm. Yep. I hate that's like saying, um, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Criminal. (laughs) Criminal or minimal. Gently farting in a yoga class. Mm. Um, Yeah, I mean criminal, but I get it. (laughs) You're you're mid-flow and sometimes it's going to (laughs) flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You're also like purposely opening your body up, so it's gonna happen. <laughs> Casually using the correct pronunciation of a word after someone mispronounces it. Criminal or minimal? Hmm. Who hmm. wrote this one in, Kira? <laughs> I don't know, but it could have been about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's very petty. I'm gonna say. Ooh, I'll say criminal just to stir the fucking pot. Ooh, yeah. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got another mm. one. Okay. Plastic shower curtains, criminal or minimal? Oh, minimal. Oh, I'm thinking of the liners. I'll say criminal. I, I say think, minimal. Okay. I mean, it's minimalist for sure, but criminal or minimal? Wearing mismatched socks. Minimal. Agreed. Criminal or minimal? Septum piercing at 40. I just saw that one. <laughs> minimal. Yeah. Yeah, minimal. I want to say why. I want to ask why. Yeah. But uh, yeah, minimal. Go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> Criminal or minimal. Submitted by Maggie. Saying sorry after you sneeze. Uh, I guess it's minimal. And I will counter that. Saying shh. After someone sneezes. <laughs> I do that as a joke. So I'll say, <laughs> I'll say minimal. I think it's funny. <laughs> I hate when you do that. Oh, God. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's so funny. Here, let's do I, it right now. Okay. Phew. Shh. It's insane. It feels <laughs> insane. But I always like give a wink after. I don't mean it. No, you're adorable about it, but it's still annoying. <laughs> Fair enough. So you said uh, you said minimal, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, criminal or minimal? Not telling someone when they have food stuck in their front tooth. Oh, I think you got to tell them. I say criminal. 100%. And you want to give us one last one? Yeah, here's one last one. This one came to our inbox and I thought it was good. It's a little long. So imagine your friend is starting a side hustle teaching brand creation and they're going to co-host a workshop with a nonprofit. And you notice there's a spelling error in their graphic post. And the nonprofit is sharing it day after day after day leading up to this event. So you DM the nonprofit to fix it rather than telling your friend. Oh. Criminal or minimal? Oh my God, that's interesting. I'm going to say minimal. Me too. Yeah, that, yeah, minimal. Like, because you want to support your your friend created it mm-hmm. and the nonprofit sharing it. Yeah. 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 If the, if the nonprofit has it in their hands and is sharing it, like message them so they can take it down. Yeah. 
it'd be embarrassing to like mess it your friend and then they have to say sorry i made a mistake just like i don't know cut that cut that part out that's interesting i know i've seen that recently someone was sharing something very publicly and i was like that has a very noticeable typo yeah and i was I, like what do i do here do i message them <laughs> i have this kind of new rule which is like don't correct somebody's grammar in conversation because if you understood what they meant, then they communicated effectively. Oh. But if there is a typo in something someone is sharing publicly, like mm-hmm. collateral and email or whatever, you can tell them because it has a big audience and they might be embarrassed. Totally. And it's meant to kind of live, you know, it's supposed to live forever or whatever that means for the internet. Like, I totally agree. And at school, just very quickly, I used to, my, my mom notoriously corrects grammar. She's a fourth grade teacher, retired. Mm. And I was, I started to do that with some friends at school and my friend Lauren in particular stopped me and she was actually learning to become a teacher. And she was like, uh, I get what you're doing, but you have to also recognize that people come up differently and, and are raised with different ways of speaking. Mm-hmm. And so the way that you think is proper might not be the way that they think is proper or want to speak. So it's like, you know. I, I hear that's a really cool rule to live by. If it's like on paper, it's one thing. If they're in conversation, it's a way they're expressing themselves. Themselves. Yeah. If sometimes. if you knew what they meant, then let it go. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Kira's like, I've been letting a lot of things go lately. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, we have a podcast. I'm sure we both say the dumbest shit sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, uh, that is the premise of our show. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and on that note, till next time. Stay petty.